Yo, 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 welcome to the Train Em Up podcast. Let's get it. Welcome to the Train Em Up podcast. Train Em Up exists to equip young parents in discipling their children, helping them to be intentional, encourage imitation, and give instruction. My name is Joshua Chapman, and I am here with my gorgeous good thing, (laughs) my radiant Ruby, (laughs) my sweet spouse, my wife, baby Stephanie Chapman. How you doing? Always good after hearing all your kindness to me (laughs) and your introductions. You see, I did the R's, the radiant Ruby, baby. I I, I heard it. (laughs) I sure did. I sure did. Man, I'll just say today I was wrapping my mind around like, what am I going to say? At <laughs> a loss for uh, words. I know. I had yes. Google to help me out. Oh but hey, all good. Well, sweetheart, why don't we yes. get to the episode? So, baby, what are we talking about today? Selfless service. Ooh. You catch my alliteration? I did. The two S's. <laughs> Come on. But yeah, we are talking about the importance of helping our children learn to serve others. Mm. Yeah, and we think that this is an important talk because in discipling our children well, we want to disciple them to be servants of others. Mm. But why would you say, you know, there's so many themes we could pull out to to focus on teaching our children. Mm -hmm. So why is the theme of service and Mm. being servant-hearted something we want to highlight, something we think is important enough to do a whole episode on? Yeah, really good question. Um, I would start off by saying that the God who we serve who we serve and worship is a God who serves us. Hmm. Yeah, you know, so true. Like the creator <laughs> is one who has served us. In fact, um, we love and serve him in response mm-hmm. to his love, to his revelation, and to his his serving of us through redemption. Which is mind-blowing. It, it, it Because really is. we're the creature. Yeah. And yet the creator serves the creature. Absolutely. Yeah. 100%. I mean, you think about, you know, God in the book of Exodus serving the Israelites by delivering and redeeming them mm. from slavery in Egypt. Yeah. You think about how he led the children of Israel in the wilderness. He served them by providing manna for them. And ultimately he served us by sending his own son. And so yeah. when, yeah, what I would say serving is an important component of discipleship. Um, and we want to instill this in our children, serve it heartedness because God has this servant heart of love hmm. um, towards his people. Yeah. And not only that, you think about Jesus, you know, he summarized his saving mission in the language of service. What was uh, that? Tell yeah. Us. Mark chapter 10, verse 45. It's like the theme verse of the gospel of Mark says, for even the son of man came not to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. That's good. Um, and so his entire life in ministry was marked by service and the culmination, the ultimate way he did it was by sacrificing himself, bearing the punishment for sin on our behalf. And so if we're going to follow Jesus, we must be a people who serve others. Mm -hmm. And and, And if we want to teach our children what it means to follow Jesus, then we must teach them the importance of serving others. Yeah, that's so true. You just preached right there. <laughs> what an intro. <laughs> if, if you're not convinced yet. <laughs> but yeah, you know, and I think the reality is we're all sinners mm. and sin turns us inward. Yes. And so yes. we 
and our children are going to be prone to make life all about ourselves and serve ourselves, Mm. like give our efforts to serving self. You know, I always think of the scene in Finding Nemo where the storks or pelicans, seagulls, whatever they are, I forget. But, um, you know, they say, mine, 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 mine. (laughs) But I can remember serving in childcare years ago at the church we were at at the time doing the two-year-old room, Mm -hmm. it felt like that scene. It was like, mine. No, it's mine. And I'm like, you weren't even playing with it. You were across the room. And all of a sudden, it's yours. But it's, you know, it obviously starts so young. And that's why we want to teach our children this who are young. Yes. Um, But yeah, just that idea that that's what our flesh wants is mine, mine, mine. 100. And, you know, we see this even now with our kids, Mm -hmm. just the I had it first kind of mentality. Yes. Right now, our kids Uh, love blue. Yep, yep. (laughs) Especially dinner or any meal time. Yes, we have this one blue plastic plate. And one blue bowl. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) We just need to buy some blue. But no, because then they wouldn't learn this. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And so... But yeah, it's always whose turn is it to use the blue plate? <laughs> I know. And They're so selfish that we had to begin to make have them take turns. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and so so yeah, there it comes out in all sorts of ways. Yeah. But just this desire for life to be centered around ourselves. Yes. And our natural impulse will be to think of ourselves. And so we want to help train our children on how to push back on this impulse mm-hmm. and how by yeah. looking to Jesus, as you just mentioned, he Jesus. is the example mm. by asking him for help because we don't want to do it and we can't do it in and of ourselves. No, we can't. And then as parents, we also can help them by modeling this example before them. That's good. And so with that, as we think about service, we see the importance of it through the life and example of Jesus. We study the scriptures. The way we're going to talk about this episode is we're going to talk about it with the three eyes. We always try to bring these back. We definitely up. try to. It's part yeah. of our tag. You yeah. know, the three eyes. So being intentional, encourage imitation and give instruction. But we're not going to go fully in that order. <laughs> but they're all going to be there. But they all <laughs> going to be there now. And so let's start off with being intentional. And so baby, why do we need to think about how we can intentionally help our children learn the importance of serving others? What can hinder us from intentionally discipling our children in this? You know, why must we think about the need to intention to be intentional mm-hmm. in this aspect of discipleship. Yeah. No. I think that's a great question. You know, I think in our pride we want to think we don't have to be intentional because we're just going to do it, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we know we battle and our mm. flesh is not going to want to teach them these lessons and I think there are a few reasons why. I think one because left to ourselves, especially when our kids are younger, The easier thing actually, and the more efficient thing is to do everything for them Mm -hmm. (laughs) and to not Mm -hmm. actually teach them how to serve. Because for example, I can clean up the toy area Mm -hmm. so much faster than they can. (laughs) Well, and on top of that, there is a time when you do have to do it because they don't know how. Oh yes, in the beginning. In the beginning. And then when they get older, we love that efficiency to the point that you're getting at. (laughs) Yes, we realize, oh, if we're going to teach them how to clean up, yeah, this is going to add 20 minutes. <laughs> but, and so that's, I think, the exact reason why you're you're asking what's going to get in the way of us intentionally teaching them how to serve. Mm-hmm. Well, it's selfishness on our part of, I want to do the efficient thing. Yeah. I want to do the easier thing. And yeah. that would be me taking, 
all the dishes to the sink after we Mm -hmm. eat or me unloading the dishwasher or picking up their dirty clothes and putting them in the hamper. Yeah. But again, if we're not careful, me taking that or me bringing all the trash to the big trash. Exactly. Yes. There's always that temptation. Oh, I'll just do it. It's Mm -hmm. like, well then we're, you know, we're missing that opportunity to help them learn what it looks like to lay down their life to serve other people. That's good. That's really good. You know, I think also another thing that can get in the way of us doing this is because one of the easiest things to do as parents is to cater towards our children Mm, or to, that's, that's real. That's so real. I feel that in my life. Yeah. Or to give in to the whining or the Mm. complaining or the grumbling. Mm, Come on. And I think there's, there's, not a horrible reason that, you know, one, we love them. And so there is a pull to want to give them the things that they want. Yeah. Yeah. But two, it's often easier to give in to what they want rather than to parent, Mm. (laughs) like rather than to Mm. do the hard work of continually training them in the way they should go Mm. when they push back. No, I'm going to keep pushing in on training you in the way you should go. And so, yeah, I think, those are some reasons. Any other thoughts yeah. you have? I think one of the things you hit on earlier is the fact that, you know, we're all sinners. Mm-hmm. And that includes our cute little children. Yeah. And so they don't want to serve. In fact, they want to insist on their own way and insist on being served. Mm-hmm. And so as we try to talk about serving, as we present opportunities to serve, mm-hmm. the reality is they probably won't be thrilled about serving others you know and oftentimes neither are we if we are real honest with ourselves like man sometimes we just don't want to serve i want you to serve me baby i want you you to serve me baby (laughs) you know at the same time um some of us are better at masking it Mm -hmm. that desire not that desire to not serve Mm -hmm. you know like you have a really good poker face i don't and so (laughs) you're gonna see it i know when you don't want to serve me (laughs) sadly (laughs) you know and so with our children they don't necessarily know how to mask that so the complaining is going to come so the complaining is going to come out and so when we really seek to instruct our children in this, part of being intentional is not being surprised by the complaining, yeah. by the objections. But instead, we can see this as an opportunity to shepherd them through this yeah. rather than giving into them. That's really good. And so shepherding them through this is having conversations yeah. with them. I understand you don't want to serve. Yeah. You know, you want to know why? Because that comes from our sinful hearts. Yeah. And daddy and mommy, we can actually relate more than mm-hmm. you think. There's, but here's the thing what we can do. We can ask for God's help. Yeah. We can pray. Yeah. And then let's go do this. Yeah. And ask. Jesus perfectly serves. Yeah. He knows how to do it. So he can help us do exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. We have yeah. a sympathetic high priest who's able to help us. Yeah. You know, and so. Which that's, I love too how you know, as we're intentional and even looking for those moments, Mm -hmm. I think that's where these three eyes kind of bleed into each other, you know? Oh yeah. And so, yeah. And I think lastly, I think we can't not say this is that upon having kids, it becomes so easy to want to center our lives around them. Mm. One, because we Mm. love them, Mm. but it's just so easy to do where we begin to make them the center of our home, the center of everything we do, catering Mm. everything to them. And often can even say, oh, well, they're they're of this age, so they don't understand or they wouldn't get it. And so we just kind of get lax with it. Mm -hmm. But yet 
we want to make sure we're striving always to keep Christ at the center of our home and keep him as the one that we're pointing them to. Come on now. Which I think really does bring us to our next point, which is giving instruction. Yeah. And so as we point them to Christ, one of the main ways we do this is by instruction. And as we set out to instruct our children on this topic of serving and doing it from God's word, we need to look no further than Christ himself. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, that yes, is yes, yes, yes. Exactly the right answer. <laughs> yeah. You know, well, he is the perfect man to walk this earth. He loved God and loved others perfectly. And again, as we said, Mark chapter 10, verse 45, mm-hmm. he came not to be served. He is the the greatest one. Mm-hmm. He's the son of man, the king, the messianic king. And he came to serve yeah. by giving his life as a ransom. And so so we get to explain Jesus' death as an act of service. Mm-hmm. The greatest one who ever lived humbled himself mm-hmm. and died as a sacrifice. And so he is our example. And as we give this instruction, we want to first point them to the person of Christ. Yeah. Showing them how he served us before trying to get an action out of them. Yeah, I think that, say the that again, because so yeah, I think that order is so the important. The order is so important that we want to first point our children to Christ in the ways that he served us before trying to get an action out mm-hmm. of them and the action of service. That's so good. You know, I even think of when Jesus washed the disciples' feet. Yeah. It's like he gave that example first yeah. before... Oh, yeah challenging them to go do it come on but even in that example what's often preached when when that's the sermon text it's if christ can do this (laughs) there is no service too low Mm. for us to take on because christ would take on the lowliest Mm. thing in that moment yeah to show his disciples That's good, baby. humble service and love and then obviously to the point of death which really makes me think of philippians 2 Mm-hmm. And I'll just read three through five here. Come on, read three through five. It says, do nothing of selfish ambition or conceit. Yes. But in, let me turn my page. I believe it's humility. Turn the page, yeah. baby. But in humility, <laughs> thank you for that encouragement <laughs> to turn the page. But in humility, consider others as more important than yourselves. Everyone should look not only for his own interests, mm-hmm. but also the interests of others. And then verse five, adopt the same attitude as that of Christ Jesus, Mm -hmm. which then it goes in on sharing. Well, what does that attitude look like fleshed out? Well, it looks like him giving his life for us. Being God coming in the form of a man, coming as a servant, humbling himself to the point of death, even death on a cross. Yes. That's what I was saying. (laughs) That is what you were saying. Just kidding. It's great. But we read here a call to serve others, to look Mm. not to our own interests, but look how can we meet the needs of others. But what is important in this text is the example given that Mm -hmm. follows is Jesus. So again, as we encourage our children Mm -hmm. to count others more significant than themselves, looking to others' interests, why? Because Jesus does that. And we want you to know he's worthy of Mm -hmm. love. He's worthy of being followed. Mm-hmm. And so we should do that. Yeah. On that point, though, that's so true. And even when you think about the book of Philippians, Jesus is the greatest example in that. And Paul continues to highlight people like himself in chapter one. Mm-hmm. Man, convinced of this, you know, for your progress and growth, I'm, I'm convinced that I'll remain alive. Mm-hmm. Chapter two, Jesus. Mm-hmm. The end of chapter two, 
Timothy and then Epaphroditus. That's you good. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like the book of Philippians, the examples that he is setting for us mm. are those who are humbly seeking the interest That's of good. others, ultimately Jesus Christ. Now you're getting into our last eye. <laughs> <laughs> Hold that transi- transition. <laughs> I was thinking about Philippians. <laughs> but yes, that people, that our children may imitate those kinds of yeah. examples. But yeah, and then the last verse I want to point out is first John three, 16 to 18. It says, this is how we have come to know love. He laid down his life for us. We should also lay down our lives for our brothers and sisters. If anyone has this world's goods and sees a fellow brother in need, but withholds compassion from him, how does God's love reside in him? Mm-hmm. You know, and I think what's interesting is even here, we're talking of about a verse that's describing love, but yet love so often is shown Mm -hmm. through service. Yes. Right. And so love for God is actually depicted in sacrifice and service for the good of others. Mm -hmm. And so all three of these passages, and you can check these out in our show notes if you don't get a chance to write them down or remember them, but all three of these passages really would be great verses to consider for scripture memory Mm -hmm. with your kids. Okay. And also just another thought when you think about giving instruction on this topic to your kids Mm. is anytime you're working through stories in the gospels with your children is just highlight those ways that we constantly see Jesus serving others. He feeds Mm. them. He heals them. He allows himself to be interrupted by Mm. them. He cleanses them. Yes. And so (laughs) constantly he is serving others. And so what is... Yeah, what does it look like as we instruct our kids to keep mm. highlighting and exalting him before them? Come on, baby. That's so good. And so, yeah, we want our children to know and love God. And so we start by helping them to know his word. And at the same time, we're not just trying to produce Bible brainiacs. I see the alliteration again. <laughs> you saw the alliteration <laughs> there? But yeah, we're really not trying to produce Bible brainiacs who only know the scripture, but don't understand the importance to live according to it. Oh, most definitely. You know, yeah. like we really want them to not only know it, but to build their lives on, on top of, you know, what Jesus talked about mm. on Jesus himself, Yeah. you know, and hear and heed his teaching. Yeah. That's so good. In that way. And so um, we understand that many of our children may not know and love the Lord and have a saving relationship with him. And so as we talk about serving, as we instruct in this manner, we want to be very careful to not just teach obedience to God's commands apart from constantly sharing the gospel with them. That's so, you know, so imperative. It's so, yeah. it's so important because salvation is not by works. Yeah. You know, we want to make clear repeatedly, intentionally, consistently that salvation is by grace alone, through faith alone, in Christ Mm -hmm. alone. And we also want to make known to them that those who believe in Jesus seeks to imitate him. Right. And part of that imitation is serving and loving and caring for others. Yeah, it's so good. You know. And I would even say, though, at the same time, so not in any way combating that. But maybe the question comes in, okay, well, if our kids aren't in Christ, Mm -hmm. but I'm trying to teach them to live like a Christian, I think really the thing we have to go back to is scripture tells us, and this is what our whole podcast is really birthed out of, scripture tells us to train up our children in the way that they should go. So we have a chance while they are under our roof in our authority 
to instruct them that if they want to follow Jesus... And we pray they do. (laughs) Yes, and that if one day they do, then that's going to mean a life of selfless service. Mm -hmm. And so we get to teach them that a huge way to love our neighbor as ourself is by seeking to serve our neighbor. Serving others truly is an act of love, as we saw in 1 John. And love is to selflessly give up oneself for the good of others. Mm -hmm. And so especially while they're in our home... yeah. Yes. We get to train them up in this way that they should go, mm-hmm. which like is 24. As for me and my house. Yeah. We going to serve yes. the Lord. And so we don't only get to instruct this to them when they're in our home, but we get to prayerfully be modeling Christ-like selfless service before mm. them in hopes that they would imitate our example. Yeah. And so this third eye now that we're going to talk about encouraging imitation, it's crucial as mm-hmm. we model this before them. Yeah. And hopes that they would go and do likewise. Good, because buddy. oftentimes what they see before them becomes the best teacher. It becomes mm. the mm. thing that they gravitate yeah. to the most. We see all the times our kids do what we do. Yeah. And so yeah. how great if they would, you know, yeah, see like, us doing this and live it out. Yeah, like, it's, you know, an example is like how, you know, our oldest now, he counts down from three, two, one and chases the youngest <laughs> yeah. because he's seen it happen so many mm-hmm. times. And it just reminds me of, um, I forgot who told us this, but we constantly hear more things are caught. Yeah. With downline. We learned it. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah downline. Mm-hmm. More things are caught than taught. Yeah. And you know, Jesus fully aware of this because <laughs> he knows all things, but you know, he had his disciples with him mm-hmm they were seeing before their very eyes him constantly serving others. So he was ministering before them. Yes. And he did that. And then he commissioned them. Yes. And so in the same way, our children are with us Mm, mm. very, very often. Yeah. Yeah. So prayerfully, they're seeing us serve others. And then one day as we send them out, Mm. (laughs) prayerfully, they will go and do Likewise, to the glory of God. Yeah, and prayerfully, even with that encouraging invitation, as you talked about earlier, being intentional, prayerfully over time, they're also doing that with us. Yes. Oh, right. You know what I'm saying? Like even Jesus' example, they saw him ministering. He commissioned them temporarily Mm -hmm. to go and preach the gospel, to heal. Like he gave them authority to do that while he was still here on earth. Right, right. And then after he died, arose and ascended, Mm -hmm. (laughs) commissioned them to go and minister. Yeah, that's good. You know, yeah. and so I just want to highlight that no, real definitely. quick. And so even as we talk about encouraging imitation, we want to be exemplary and have our life be consistent with our words. Always. Be consistent yeah. with our mm-hmm. teaching to where if we call them up, call our children up to serve others, we are to serve others before them. Mm-hmm. To where by God's grace, By his grace alone, we set an example in front of them. Mm -hmm. Like going back to Philippians chapter three, Paul tells him in, I think, 317 to keep your eyes on those who walk according to the example that you have in us. Yeah, Yeah, that's really good. So us being mindful of the little eyes that are watching us, Mm -hmm. we want to, by God's grace, set a faithful, knowing that it would be imperfect, at the same time, we want it to be a faithful example mm-hmm. of serving others. Yeah. And so we want them to see us 
serve our spouse. Yeah. You know, whether it's a foot rub or a back rub. <laughs> okay, let's do that. You know, I know. <laughs> I do more of that, baby. <laughs> but whether it's a foot rub or back or whatever ways that our spouse needs to be mm-hmm. served, we hope that they see us do this. You know, we want them to see us serve our neighbors, mm-hmm. whether it's our next door neighbor or whoever, or see us serve our churches where the Lord have us. And oh. I, I would say even that they would experience us serving them. Yeah, yeah. Like that yeah, they would yeah. be blessed to be recipients of that kind of That's service. Good. Yes, baby. Yeah. Yes. And so, yeah, because, man, again, more caught than taught. So if we're not doing this in our own lives, then one, our words really don't carry that much weight. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you know, like, man, they're going to probably see us as hypocrites mm-hmm. in this area. And two, um, man, if they don't see us doing this in our lives, then we're not really setting a good example for them to imitate. We wouldn't want to encourage imitation. We wouldn't want them to <laughs> yeah. Imitate. yeah, we're yeah. not trying to be like, yo, do as I say and not as I do. Right. You know, yeah. so what we want is, by God's grace, set an example, a model for them to imitate. And so as we get into encouraging imitation, baby, a way to encourage imitation is to involve them in ways that we seek to serve. And we know that the home is the training ground. Yeah. The home is the training ground. And so sweetheart, what can this look like? Yeah. I think this, you know, can, especially with our kids being young, this is really in a lot of ways going to look like them doing things with us for a while yeah. before we even yeah. maybe give them things to do on their own. Mm-hmm. But even in that, you think of Jesus serving the 5,000. Mm-hmm. He was right there telling them what to do. Hey, yeah. take this, go do this, you know, Come back. like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I think even just practically some ways, and I'm sure as listeners, you can think of many, many things, but you know, having them just help clean up their toys mm-hmm. after they're done playing with them. Yeah. I think that's the first initial thing we've taught our kids to yep. do. Um, <laughs> you know, a lot of toys. <laughs> yes. And now you help have them just bring the little trash cans from our house all to the big kitchen one to empty them in there. Mm-hmm. Um, helping bring in groceries, grabbing the lighter bags and yeah. carrying them in. Yeah. Um, for some, it might be yard work, even if they're not really being productive, (laughs) if they are doing the act of some kind of raking or, Mm -hmm. you know, shoveling snow or whatever, they're still learning what it looks like to, yeah, put their hands to work. Um, whether it be helping set the table, make their bed, put their clothes away after they've been folded Mm -hmm. or put them in the hamper, you know? And I think the thing to be mindful of is some of these I just named, I'm sure just sound like chores. Like, okay, (laughs) is this... Is this a podcast about instilling chores in your home? You know, I would say essentially to some degree, but as we implement these things, I think that's where the other eyes really come Mm -hmm. into place is we want to constantly be pointing them back to Jesus as the reason why we do this, Mm -hmm. that a love for him should be our motivation for Mm -hmm. why we love and serve our parents or our neighbor or whoever. Yeah, And even with that, like this does sound like chores, We can also explain the why Mm -hmm. behind this to show like, yo, when you do these things, you're actually serving mommy and daddy. You're serving our neighbors who are about to have over, you know what I'm saying? And so it's like, it is, it can be, they are chores, but at the same time, we can help them see it as an act of serving others for the good of others. If you don't pick up 
the toys that you got out and played with, mm-hmm. mommy who didn't play with them yeah. now has to go pick them all yeah. up. Yeah. Or, or if you don't pick them up, more than likely somebody's going to step on one of them sure. and it's going to hurt their sure. foot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, so definitely. Like, this yes. Is a way to where we can love the outward center. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's good. Exactly. What well, do you have ideas of? Like, what are ways, especially with young kids, how can we mm-hmm. serve neighbors? Yeah. Well, with no, young kids, we can, as you pointed out, rake leaves, you know, try to have them put a few leaves in the bag yeah, or something sure. like that. Um, and again, that takes longer. That does take but longer. We we want to take the long view of yeah. why we think it's important yeah. to Yeah, that don't mean they have to be out there as long as us. Sure. But try, try to have them yeah. out there helping us. Um, another thing comes to mind is, you know, again, like with our groceries, we have we can help help our next door neighbor out. Mm-hmm. You know, like we have an elderly next door neighbor who's a widow, mm-hmm. and sometimes she does call me over to help her with groceries. Like we can easily ask our kids, yeah. you know, hey, this grocery is pretty light. Come with me. Come do this with, with me. me. Yeah. Do this with me. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it's taking a neighbor a meal or gifting them with a card and flowers. Yeah. Um, like man, I just think about my seminary professor. Um, he talked about how. In his pastoral ministry class, if there was a death in the uh, in the church, mm-hmm. you know, he would have his son go with him to go and minister, whether it's bringing flowers, a card or something like that. Like he would have his child with him mm. in in a very specific way and serving and caring for this grieving family. Mm. You know, and so that is a way to model with them, to have them come alongside, to care well for those yeah. whose hearts are heavy. Yeah, that's really good. I even think, actually, one more example of um, a former mentor of mine, she actually spent a lot of time in the hospital for mm-hmm. years and so learned how beneficial it was to her soul when people would stop by and see her. Mm. And so a tradition they have in their family is every Christmas they, with their son, go Mm. and visit people in the hospital who don't get to be with family for Christmas Mm. because they had been recipients of that once. And so, but I can't imagine that their son is not impacted by that. Mm. You know, like what an example that as a 10 year old, he's seeing that. And then an 11 year old and a 12, and that by the time he's 19, and if he's not home for Christmas, he's probably thinking, man, where's a hospital nearby that yeah, I can go do this? That type of you know? Compassion. Yeah. Yeah. That's so good. You know, and even we think about even just helping others in need. Um, you know, I think an example of how we could say this to our children is, hey, we're not going to get to play this afternoon like we normally do because you're going to ride with me to take a meal to so-and-so mm. because they just had a baby. Mm-hmm. And so their life is just harder right now. And this is a way we can serve them, Mm -hmm. you know, or, Hey, we're going to, some of the money mommy and daddy would spend on you guys for Christmas. We're actually going to go buy something for someone else Mm -hmm. whose parents might not be able to get them gifts this year, you know, helping them see ways to serve in that way. Or like you said, taking the flowers or the meals to a grieving person. Um, and so, you know, we even think of the story of the good Samaritan in Luke 10, Yeah, you know, that's a great story to teach our children in order to help them see that we are to follow the example of the good Samaritan. Mm -hmm. Who is my neighbor? Everyone is my neighbor. (laughs) And therefore I should have a mindset of if they are in need, Mm -hmm. I want to, try to be the one to meet that need. Facts. Um, and you know, even just practically speaking with young kids, 
a great way to teach them to serve their neighbor is to share their toys. Oh, yeah. Because again, mine, 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 mine. <laughs> That's their inclination of their heart. Yeah. And so, hey, you know how much you love that toy? It would really bless so-and-so while they're at our house today if you mm-hmm. would freely let them play with it as much as they want to. Because yeah. you, you can play with it all day all when day. they leave. And so... Well, and to that point, we can bring up the second great command. Right. You know, yeah. what is the second? The second is like it. Love my neighbor as myself. Yeah. And so then what does it look like? In what ways can we do that right now? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Anytime we can... Again, these three eyes, they... They just are so intermingled because as we're trying to model this before them or have them do it with us, the hope is we're instructing them along the way. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, do you have any creative ways that we can even help them serve our church body? Yeah. Yeah. Um, You know, some churches, you know, like ours and other churches, they they set out Bibles in the chairs, Uh you know, before the service starts. And so. What does it look like to try to get there early? Or if you are there early, or try to get there early to where... Pastor's kids, they're often there early. They are early. often there early. <laughs> <laughs> but like, if, if we do see some members do oh, the no, same thing. Oh, no, definitely. I'm just saying. But just like, you yeah. know, have your kids help you with that. Like, yeah. yo, let's, let's put out the chair. Let's put mm-hmm. out the Bibles in the chairs. Um, or, you know, some people don't have pews. Some people have to put out the chairs. And so if your mm-hmm. children are strong enough to yeah. where they can do something like that, that and help them see it as an opportunity to serve the congregation yeah. or even think like after service, they can help us clean up. Mm-hmm. You know, if they see trash on the floor, um, communion cups, or, communion cups yeah. or whatever it is, like, let's just walk through yeah. and like pick up and throw away yeah. and then come in and encourage them, you know, encourage sharing toys during the children's ministry. Mm-hmm. Like what is it like to instill into our kids? What, like let's try to be the teacher's helpers. Yeah. Yeah. Serve our teachers. Let's try to be a teacher's helpers and serve our teachers. Yeah. By serving your fellow classmates and stuff. Yeah. 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 Which takes intentionality. It I'm does. just going to keep weaving them all I mean, in and on, out. <laughs> you bringing, bringing in the eyes. Yes. Um, you know, and so I think two final thoughts just to be mindful of is that as we do this, we want to be on guard to remember our children's frame. Remember their age, their capacity, because we don't want to overextend them. Mm-hmm. But remembering that the more we model this and teach it over time, the more they will be able to do, the older they get. Mm -hmm. And we want to just take the long view here and trust that our labor is not in vain. Come on. Even when sometimes the acts of service we're encouraging may seem really small. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and lastly, um, and maybe this, yeah, this still kind of goes with. with, Seeming small, like Jesus himself said, whoever gives a cup of water in my name. That'll preach right there. That's strong. (laughs) That's what I was hoping you would think of. I was trying to alley-oop you for that. A cup of water in my name. Yeah. It matters to him. It matters to him. Because if the heart is to seeking to selflessly serve out of love, that pleases him. For the glory of Christ and done in faith, that pleases him. Yeah. No, that's great. I'm glad you you took my my (laughs) alley-oop. You know, that's what I was hoping. No, I didn't think about it at all. I think that's great. But... You know, also, lastly, as we just think um, to wrap up this part of modeling before them in hopes that they would imitate, Mm -hmm. is that we also should seek to be modeling before them our dependence on the Lord to help us serve. Because just as we said, we also don't 
in our flesh, we don't want to serve. And so there's going to be times we don't want to do this. And so Mm -hmm. we can help our children see how we go to God in prayer, asking him to help us serve when we don't feel like it. Mm -hmm. And so. And ask him to change our hearts. Yeah. You know, and to do it in faith, even when our feelings aren't there. Yeah. 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 You know, and so as we close, just kind of to, to sum it up, because our children are born sinners, serving others is not something they are going to gravitate towards doing naturally. Hmm. And so we must be intentional yep. to instruct them in this mm-hmm. and to model it before them so they may imitate it. Yeah. And then we pray. We pray for our children in this area That's that they so would good. ultimately do it all out of a love for Jesus one day. Mm, come on now. So thanks for tracking with us through this episode. Yeah. So until next time, grace and peace. Mm -hmm.